Welcome back to Chance at the Podcast. I'm Niall. This is Britt. And today we are talking about reality TV and specifically Black women in reality television. Me and Brittany just finished Love Island Season 2, USA. Um, I have to clarify that because obviously Love Island is a show that's um, in the UK as well. And they've had like, what, like eight seasons, nine seasons. So it was a, it's a show that originated in the UK, but now it's um, in America. And this season, they decided to still go for it, even though it was COVID, and record like a like COVID-free Love Island in Las Vegas. Um, and that just got me and Brittany thinking like how like black women are usually portrayed on like reality TV, especially reality TV dating shows. And so Britt, don't you watch Big Brother? Yeah. Well, Big Brother Brother isn't dating, but okay. So first of all, this like will have spoiler alerts. So if you watch like reality TV competitions and aren't up to speed, just maybe come back to this episode when you're up to speed. Um, so yeah, I watch Big Brother and a running theme on Big Brother, Big Brother US, by the way. So this season is all stars, also like quarantine friendly, whatever. Um, a running theme on Big Brother is that there has never been a black winner, period, male or female black winner. So this season, how many years has Big Brother has it been? Oh my goodness. This is season 22. That's crazy. Mm hmm. So, the problem with Big Brother is that there has been a there has always been like a severe lack of diversity. Like they'll sprinkle in like maybe one or two black folk and then like maybe an Asian or like a you know, like Hispanic or or racially ambiguous like individual in there. Um, but it's always overwhelmingly white. Hmm. I feel um, like that's across like all reality. Yeah, all reality. The only show that you can really watch and you see a bunch of Black people would probably be like Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac. Like um, Love and Hip Hop. or Yeah, Love and Hip Hop. Just else? any shows that are specifically targeting Black people, whereas like there's not a show that has like uh, either an even number or a majority of Black people that's targeted towards anybody. Whereas Love Island, Big Brother is targeted towards all family populations, you know, all demographics. Mm-hmm. And so the severe lack of diversity is alarming. Yeah. It's not representative of the audience makeup of the United States. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, with that being said, we, um, Last night, the first black people, a black couple, so it was a black man and a black woman, they won Love Island for the first time in franchise history. So round of applause to them because that was just like historic. And especially like giving the year that we're in right now, it's like, we need a win. And I feel like it was just so good that like people, I think honestly, last night, showed like these show producers and everything that like black people can conduct themselves well on television you know 
like I feel like it's just like kind of like negative stereotype that like black people are gonna come in and like ratchet it up or be ghetto or want to fight. But I feel like Caleb and Justine literally display like so much maturity throughout the whole like literally from day one. Yeah, I would say like they are what we want to see on TV. Like literally yeah. being regular, like black people can be regular people. Like yeah, I feel like they're always casted as characters and specifically to be like they're I mean, if you look, some of the most iconic like black reality TV stars are iconic because of the character that they portray, like Nini yeah. or like New or like York. New York, yeah, like they fit a role kind of. Yeah. And so what we love about this couple is that they're re- they're so regular. And that's what Niall and I want to kind of portray through chance it is that we're like, we're regular, we're, we're not too crazy, too loud to this to that. So but like, they have all these other podcasts that seem to like can thrive or whatever. And they're just, you know, they can label themselves as basic or whatever. But for us, it's like we have to work so much harder to reach that level. Like there's only one sitcom girlfriend that, and that's not reality TV, but one sitcom that shows like regular black women in everyday life. Yeah. And best show ever. And I think like, I think that was like one of the reasons why people love Caleb and Justine this season. Yeah. It's like they had such a big relatability like factor that, am I going to say that over? relatability factor that people really like you know identified with and it brings me back to think about when we um I remember like for years I would never watch The Bachelor I was like why would I watch this show that catered to all these white people and they never had any diversity and I just didn't identify with the show and then when they chose what was her name that was the first black girl to be the isn't it Wait, I want to be accurate in that. While she looks that up, when they casted her and to hear about like once the show was over, once her season was over, to hear about all the disrespect that she was getting on social media, like just how hard it was for her to be in that position was really like disheartening. Yeah, it like makes you not even want to try to be on something like this and feel like you will never be good enough or you'll never have this opportunity and like with big brother for example so this season they had two black women um one black man and one biracial man he's half black half japanese and this is like the most diverse i feel like big brother has been but it's an all-star season so you expect them to bring back players based not based on demographics but just based on how they played and what character they portray in the show and so but like the running theme of the black individuals in the show was like we are here for a bigger purpose like we're here for black lives matter we're here to be the first black winner this has never happened like we're gonna try um so like that was like their whole like initiative whereas other people come on the show and they're like we want to win the money or we want to be the winner and so it's just like such a severe lack of representation. Mm-hmm. So I, Rachel Lindsay was the first black bachelorette. Yeah. And then Matt James. <laughs> Yo. What? Matt James is the first black bachelor. Has his season premiered yet? No. I think I delayed because of COVID. 
Mm-hmm. But I will be tuning into that, I think. I think I honestly will try to like pop in and out just to see how they do it um, and who they cast as some of the contestants, like some of the girls. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to tune in. I think the more people that tune in when it, it the spotlight is on a Black person and they're like the ratings are doing well, the more these shows in these production companies will see like, okay, we can, you know, have other demographics on and still get these same ratings or there is a desire and a demand to see these people like we're tired of seeing like the same old we want some diversity we want some culture and even with that like kind of to my point earlier we're not trying to be like solely like black power blah 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 but we do want people to educate and learn about this like our culture and who we are and what it means to be black women what it means to be a black man and I think it's important for America to see that because you could live in a bubble and never see what a black man is really like yeah or you might like a black man showing love like showing love or being respect like respectable and yes just good qualities whereas like a lot of tv shows movies whatever will have shown like the very stereotypical negative uh portrayal of a black man yeah um you know while you were saying that i was thinking about also have you ever seen mtv are you the one yeah so they i think from day one they did a really good job at casting mm-hmm. um personally like, but I think MTV kind of has a rep of always being a little bit more diverse than I think some other networks, just because they've always catered to like the younger adult type of yeah. audience. Um, so I did want to mention them as well because I think that is a good reality TV dating show that does a good job of kind of mixing up in terms of diversity. And I think for me, more importantly, I just want to see people on TV that represent the majority of the of their audience and of like America, like you know. Yeah. Who watches the show? Like who sits, you know, who sits and watches the show? That's the type of people that we should want to see on our television. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that brings us into like having diversity though in the casting room. That's where it starts because yeah. people that recruit and cast, they have to be the ones that are like have an eye for it, have to make it a point, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'd be curious to see Love Island's ratings this season. Yeah, I'm compared to like last season. I don't even know Love Island USA season one was a thing. I I watched the first season, and this season was so much better in my opinion. I think the diversity, even like besides Black winners, the diversity throughout the season. So let's say you don't know what like Love Island is in the concept. So Love Island is different than like the bachelor. Are you the one? Because they bring people into the villa throughout the season. So people get voted out and new people come in. And so there's a constantly like a refresh of people. And so through that, like you bring more and more people in and this season, they consistently would bring in folks that did not look the same. Like you would have yes, everybody look different, like, like tall, short, curvy, like less curvy, thicker, skinny, like every type of like person. I mean, I would say maybe there could have been more like um, Asian representation. Um, yeah. There wasn't too much of that, but there wasn't any at all. It, it also, it's a very straight show. Like some people have been on the show that have been like bisexual, but mm-hmm. I want to also clarify that, that it's not, um, it's really more so for um, straight people. Yeah. 
Um, also, too, I have heard some like criticism about Love Island not including people that are a little bit like, I guess, deemed to be like plus size or a little bit heavier, like having to have this perfect body to go into mm-hmm. um, the villa and like be casted. Like, they, it's very like image focused. Um, okay, I love that you're bringing this up. And that's a huge thing that I you see a lot of people just talk about in general about re- all reality TV, like mm-hmm. from Housewives to like batch anything. People yeah. always are talking about the whole issue of like you cannot be a bigger, you know. Yeah, you and I have talked about this offline quite often because, like, for example, I would love to go on Big Brother because I love that show. Like, I love the competition of it. So I would love to go on Big Brother. I would love to go on Amazing Race. I would love to go on Survivor just because I love the concepts of that show. But I don't think maybe Survivor is a little bit more like diverse and less about like the aesthetic or the looks of an individual. But I digress. A lot of these reality shows, you do have to fit a certain look. And Nyla and I, like we would talk like, oh my gosh, like I would need to get a trainer or like we talk about our hair. And I feel like Brina, you, yes, black yes. woman, like, these shows don't put in the extra steps to think like, what do we need to do and to provide to make these people feel welcome and feel like they would have a place here? Or not even these people like cater it to like, what do black people like black women need and black men need to be on a reality television show? Like just like last night, Justine's makeup to me did not look good. She, her makeup looked better. Like when she was doing it herself, but it's just because like, I'm sure they had some like makeup artists that really doesn't specialize in black skin. Yeah. And that's a big thing people complain about all the time. Like, even on models, we'll talk about this. This whole, like, people do not have the right hairstylist, the right makeup artist that has to deal with, like, being of a different, like, not just, mm-hmm. if you aren't white, it's just kind of like your SOL. Um, and I think another issue is, okay, I would love to be on Love Island. Like, I'm literally trying to sign up for season three. If everybody, <laughs> if I am on there, please support me. But I was saying to Brittany, if I were going to show, I don't even know what I would do with my hair. Yeah. Because, like, as a Black woman, I usually, I, I don't, first of all, I don't have, like, a natural, of course, I have natural hair, but I don't have, like, a natural curl pattern or something that I could do by myself. Like, I don't have a natural hairstyle about that. And... She's not on national girl. television every single day, y'all. This is not like a once a week, like Sunday night. They are on TV at least four times a week or at least five. Well, the cameras are on 24-7. So the footage that they produce is based on 24-hour footage. So like yeah. if you're in the bed, if you're in the shower, if you're eating in the kitchen, like before you put your makeup on, like you are on camera 24-7. Big Brother is like the exact same way. And it's like high def cameras. Like I was literally looking at that last night. I was like, yo, like all season, these cameras have been like literally looking like I'm next to them. Like that's how clear they've been. Like you see every blemish in someone's face. So it's just like the pressure of having to look like perfect when you're on national television every single day. It's crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was like, we were trying to decide like, what would I do with my hair if I did get cast? (laughs) Yeah. So that is like an extra thought process that white people or other don't have to think Mm -hmm. about Um, just because one, like the standard of beauty is like straightened hair. Um, 
not typically black women's natural texture, but then also just our hair needs way more care. So even if we were to wear our natural hair, you just have to take so many more steps to wash it, detangle it. You need to have your co-wash dates, this and that. Um, so what I've seen on Big Brother, so Big Brother, the cameras are on 24-7 and you can pay, like live fees are on you so people can pay extra to like literally watch the game unfold all day, all night. So, like, Love Island is produced, and so you only can see what they show. Only an hour of Big content. Bro- yeah, it's only, like, an hour, an episode, whereas Big Brother, you can choose, like, you can opt in to watch it all day. So, one of the, so two of the Black women that were, on, well, both of the Black women that were on, one went in with braids, and then throughout the season, like, she had to, like, obviously, she had to take her braids out herself, and like where wore her natural curls the other Davon um she had wigs and then mm. you would see when she would like not have the wigs on like you would see the cap and you would see and then you could also you see her wig cap you are on camera 24 7 like the bathroom is open the only thing you cannot we see never saw justine's wig cap i mean maybe because they're i don't know like she, but she would take the wig off and go to sleep Look, <laughs> listen, if you are on camera 24 seven, the only time the camera cannot see you is in when you were in the bathroom stall and you were in the shower stall. But as soon as yeah. you were out, like when you were wash your hands after taking a shit, like the camera's on you. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like people could watch her do her hair. And so I thought like that is such an interesting thing is that like white women don't have to worry about all these extra steps. Like the most you would have to worry about with your hair is like, if you have highlights, like, Oh, a retouch, you know what I mean? Or like your tape-ins are showing. Yeah. Whereas like Savon consistently had to like change her wig on camera or like if she was to do her natural hair, like do her own blowout. And so that is like an extra thought process that we have to go through that others don't. And I, I'm not sure if that goes into consideration when casting for shows. I don't know. Like Love Island, they have all these like competitions where you get wet. Yeah, and you get dirty and food gets in your hair and whatever. Um, But I know that at Love Island, they get to get their nails done every week. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, please let me get my hair done every week. I do not need to get my nails done. Like if I had either or, but I think that's something that they should like try to implement. Like if you want have the option, at least, like, if you want to, anyone, no matter what, like, your race is, if anyone would like to get their hair done, like, this is the time you can do it. And, like, they let you. Because I know on Love Island, they don't record on Saturdays. Saturdays is, like, their day off. Um, and so, like, that's, like, when they get their nails done and whatever. So they should do the same thing for people's, like, hair. Um, but I think looping back to just, like, seeing more body shapes represented on television, especially in reality television, I think that's, like, really important. And I think the United States, like, reality dating shows should be the front runners of that, like, movement. Like, yeah. you know, because times are changing. And, like, I know, like, for example, I say, like, United States should be the front runners because this show was originating in, in the UK. And in the UK, they have a very different culture, especially in terms of, like, looks and body image. Like, it's very different over there. And so I think they should, like, start to incorporate di- more diversity within the shows. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool actually to see in my yeah. opinion. Um, I definitely agree. I think when you don't show that diversity and um, that inclusiveness, you're saying that 
people who are shaped a different way are not desirable and can't find yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be able to go on that show at all. Cause you think so. I feel like I'm short. I feel like I weigh. Oh, short. Sure. Everybody's short on that show. I'm like 20 pounds heavier than all of those girls on there. Like, no. extra love. Yeah. No. Like, these girls, flat stomach all the time. Me, I eat a crumb and I look like I'm having a child. Like, I'm just saying, like, they don't show that. You don't see that on the show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if I went on the show, I would definitely be, like, self-conscious of my body. Like, I would definitely be like, I need to get a little bit more tone before I step into a love island. Exactly. And you would be considered, like, skinny. Yeah. Like, I think I look like some of the people that have been on the show in terms of, like, body-wise. But, like... But, oh, I can say, I think this season, a lot of the girls weren't, like, ripped. Like, they didn't look like, okay, and I've watched, like, the UK. They, like, a lot of those girls would like to, like, work out. I never saw any of these girls working out a day. I saw Mora working out. Huh? I, I saw Mora working out. Really? Yeah, I would have to. I think also you have to just keep your mind clear, too, like, to get some endorphins going on because i think it, it's like you got to keep saying you don't even know what time it is they don't have a clock in there so <laughs> anyway i just but i think we should like kind of highlight some shows that are kind of doing it well um mm-hmm. and like trying to do a little bit better of a job i know that one of the shows that i do like that is a dating show is married at first sight i don't know if Brittany watches this but i do watch married at first sight which is on lifetime and they cast very, very, you know, relatable, normal, quote unquote, people on that show mm-hmm. of all different body sizes, all different ethnicities. And actually, the season right now is in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have heard about that. Oh, my gosh. They DM'd me. Didn't I tell you that? What? I fumbled the... No, I didn't fumble it back because I'm sorry. I couldn't... Yeah, I'm not getting married, married on television to someone I can no. know. Yeah, they DM'd me. Wait, really? I'm. I told you. I literally. I don't. I, I want to pull up the DMs because I would love to see what they said to you. Okay, it was just it's so a lot of these casting people like you might you think it is a, it's a scam because they will like ca- like DM you on your regular yeah. page, but like on their regular page, so it's not like a professional account or whatever. But if you go and like listen to some people who are on like various reality TV competition shows, they'll say like, yeah, like I was DM'd and it was by like a regular person. I didn't think it was real, but it was. So like Mary at first sight, yeah, they were coming to New Orleans and they had DM'd me and I turned it down. So I'm like, that's just not my type of show. Also like, I'm not going to just get on a reality show just to do it. Yeah. Because then that, that misses, I miss my opportunity getting on the reality shows I really want to get on, which is yeah. Yeah. So also, you don't want it. Like, I guess they must not have known your age or something because what 23 year old would want to sign up to get married? I know a few. That would get married at first sight. I think people, I think most people our age would be willing to go on a dating show to find someone they would possibly want to date, but to like be married to someone you don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Another, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up MTV because I am an MTV fan. I watch a lot of MTV, um, like their reality shows. I don't, when they're not playing ridiculousness 50 trillion times in one day, but <laughs> I watch, like I used to watch Jersey Shore, um, 
like I just feel like they're the staple. Um, what's that show? Real world, real world. Yes, the blueprint of reality TV. Um, blueprint. Are you the one? They also have like X on the Beach. The challenge is one of like I think behind Big Brother. Actually, the challenge might be my favorite, just because they're more vulgar and like more. What was the? You know what's the, the blueprint? Hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The blueprint was College Hill when they would have all the black kids that was in college. You remember that? I didn't watch. I don't think I remember College Hill. That was. I've heard of College Hill. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched. I watched like probably one season, but I was really young. Like this came out probably like two thousand. Like, but like. Why can't we have a show like that today? Like so what? Listen. So the challenge basically is like the way they cast people is from other reality shows and then mm-hmm. other MTV shows. So mm-hmm. the cast is always diverse because they're taking people for their character and not like to fit a box. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? not like oh, we need one black, we need one Asian, we need one mm-hmm. bisexual, whatever. So the challenge is very diverse. Um, and then all not just in like male, female, and then also like race, but also I would say like shape. So you have some people who are like completely fit, like you can tell they're doing CrossFit, whatever. And then you have some people who are like completely like normal, average. Like you would see them on the street and would never consider them to be like on TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think they do a really good job about that. So does Sarab. Yeah, no, they they do. MTV, I think, is definitely like a leader in diversity um, in reality TV across the spectrum. Even with Teen Mom and like Catfish, all of that, they do just a really good job of like casting. Yeah. I think, um, and they've really gotten that down pat. But um, I think this is such an important conversation to have because like so many of us and so many young people watch reality TV. And I just think it's like really important to continue to have this conversation around like diversity in these spaces, mm-hmm. and especially something that you devote and spend like hours watching, you know, like. Well, um, yeah. And I want to, I guess, it, to leave this episode, I want to challenge like our listeners to kind of look at the TV that they're watching and see like the type of people sure. that you like, are you only watching shows that have like majority of one type of person and like, you know, Maybe dip your toes into the water, watch something that has a little bit more of a diverse population, because I feel like you can learn about other cultures that way. Like, I've learned a lot about other, even, like, nationalities and other religions just by watching, like, TV shows that have these people on there. hmm And if you need a feel-good <laughs> show to watch, watch Love Island Season 2 and tune in, because Love Island Season 3, that's the show I'm going to be on. So... <laughs> Keep that in mind. I'm throwing this out there into the universe in the hopes that it would happen. Even though I really don't know if I would accept it because, like, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, you would accept it. You would accept it, and I would run her Instagram. (laughs) Anyway. So, Brittany gets on Big Brother, and I get on Love Island Season 3, and we will have to come back and give a good episode of all the reality TV tea, okay? (laughs) So, we guys... So we hope you guys enjoy this episode and make sure to follow us on Instagram. Give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That's what I wanted. That's, yes. that's the message we're leaving with today. We want nice reviews on Apple Podcasts about how much you love hearing me and Brittany talk every single week. 
<laughs> All right. And follow us on Instagram at Chance at Podcast. Thank you, guys. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye.